My name is Dominique Thomas, and welcome to the Chisholm Trail Academy Creative Writing Podcast. I'll be sharing my short story, titled Lottery of Love. If you like my short story, please feel free to like, share, or leave a comment. Dad, I have a question, my son said to me. Yeah, what's up? How did you meet Mom? Well, it's kind of a lengthy story, so you might want to sit down. The day I met your mother, my whole life changed. It all started when... Key, someone's at the door for you. Okay, I'll be up in a minute. I got out of bed and put some clothes on and walked out of my room to see who it was. Of course, it's the one person I really don't want to see right now. Rosalind, my girlfriend. Where's my money, Key? She shouted at me. Babe, you know I don't have it right now. Babe? See, I knew I shouldn't have given you that money. This has happened way too many times. You know what? We're done. No, wait. I can make it up to you. Bam. The door shut right in my face. Even though I really didn't like her, she still was my source of paying bills. I took my phone out of my pocket and looked at the time. It was 3.30. Shoot, I'm late for work. Yo, oh, can you give me a ride to work? Yeah, sure. You're late, my manager says as says to me as I try to sneak in. I know, I know, it won't happen again. Just get to work. Another car came in. I picked up my toolbox and headed and headed over to the car. As I started to work, I get startled by a loud voice. Keegan, come to my office. Now. It's my boss. I get to his office and sit down in the chair right in front of his desk. So you're late to work. Again. I'm sorry, Mr. J. I promise it won't happen again. That's what you said the last time. Keegan, this has happened way too many times. And I'm sorry, but I'm ha- I'm going to have to let you go. Please, Mr. J. I need this job, I cried. You know I'm your best mechanic. You need me. I'm sorry. I- I'm sorry. I have too many things to do, and I can't handle you being late every day. Now please, pack up your things and go. I didn't even try to fight back. It was like I didn't have the strength to. So I got up and left. As I was walking out, I was about to call my best friend O. His name is Omar, but his friends call him O. And ask him to come pick me up. But my phone died. This day was a horrible day for me. Rosalind broke up with me. I just got fired. And the only thing I have is $3. All I want to do is go home and sleep for eternity. I remember that the gas station Easy Mart has a payphone. And it's only a couple of blocks down from my job. Well, used to be job. So I decided to walk there and call O to come pick me up. When I get there, I head over to the payphone and I call O. Hey O, I just got fired. Can you come pick me up? I'm at the Easy Mart. Man, I'm sorry, Key. I'm on my way right now. I'm on my way right now, he says. 
Thanks, man. Okay, I'll see you when I get here. I hang up the phone and head inside the gas station to wait there. The town I live in is a very small town, so everyone knows everyone. Hey, Mr. St. Clair, I said. Hey, Key, how are you doing these days? You never come down here to check on me. I'm all right, I say with a little laugh. I've just been having a bad day today. Things are not going so well for me. Sorry to hear that, Key. I guess he saw the pain on my face because then he said, you know what, grab a drink, it's on the house. I look at him, up at him with the smile on my face and say, thanks, Mr. St. Clair. I grab a Sprite, say bye to Mr. St. Clair and head outside. There's this lady in front of me walking to her car after grabbing some things and buying a lottery ticket. I go, I go to tie my shoe and I look up and see that her lottery ticket fell out of her pocket. I run and grab it before it blows away and try to shout to her, but by the time she was but by that time she was already in her car. So I put the lottery ticket in my pants and was going to go and give it to Mr. St. Clair, but then O pulled up and shouted, Hurry! I got work I got called into work. So I did a full turn and got in the car while stuffing the lottery ticket in my pants, forgetting all about it. About, about five weeks passed, and I had been working so hard to find a job, but I failed. I need money, and I need it fast. It was the middle of the week, a Wednesday. O came into my room and told me, Hey, Key, sorry for the late notice, but I'm going out of town for a week, for about a week for my job. So you're going to have the house all to yourself for a couple of days. I left about $50 on the kitchen counter for you. Ah, you didn't have to, man. It's no problem. Don't worry about it. I got to go. I got to go before I'm late. Bye, Key. Bye, O. Once again, thank you. As I look up, I throw him a smile, and he throws me one back. Omar and I have been living together since we got out of high school. But since I've lost my job, he's been the only one paying the bills. I feel bad about it. I really do. But when I bring it up, he always tells me, Key, don't bring it up. I got you. You my boy. And if I and if I know and I know if I was in your place, you'd do the same for me. I really would though. After about 30 minutes, I finally got up and decided to take a break on looking for a job. So I went to the living room and turned on the TV. This was the first time I've actually gotten on the TV and just relaxed since I lost my job. After about 30 minutes, I got a little, a little hungry and started to walk over to the kitchen. And I looked into the fridge. There was nothing except for a bottle of water and some condiments. So I decided to go and get some food from Taco Bell. I grabbed the money out of the counter and headed out. Oh, I grabbed the money off of the counter and headed out. As I was walking down the street, I spotted a person standing beside a car, freaking out like it was the end of the world. I walked up closer to get a better look. It's a lady. She's really pretty. She's wearing a yellow crop top with ripped jeans and Adidas sneakers. She was kicking the side of what I think is her car. Hey, ma'am, is everything all right? I asked. Not really. My car just broke down, and I have to get my kids from school in five minutes. Well, if you want, I can help. 
I used to be a mechanic. As soon as I said that, her face lit up bright as a star. Really? Oh, thank goodness you showed up. After I fi finished fixing her car, she turned the key and, it s and started it up, and it sounded like a brand new car. Thank you so much. How could I ever repay you? Well, there's one thing, I said. Anything. Well, you could let me take you on a date tonight. She laughed a soft laugh with her head tilted down, then looked up at me and said, Pretty straightforward, huh? Also, you don't even know me. You don't even know if I'm not like a killer or something. I don't, I say, smiling at her. She took a short pause, smiling my way. She had the most beautiful smile I have ever seen. It was like I could sit there for days watching her smile. Then she let out a sigh and said, Sure, why not? Great, I said. She stuck out her hand and said, My name's Willow, Willow Moore. I took her hand and said, Keegan, but everyone calls me Key. So we exchanged numbers and went our separate ways. I get ready that night, and we go out. I pay for everything with the money the, with the money O gave me. I remember how it was when I had money. I used to have fun and not have a care in the world. I want it back that way. So I take her home. So after we go out, I take her home and walk back to my house. When I get there, I go and lay down falling asleep thinking about her. I got up that afternoon. I got up the next afternoon and turned on the TV. I walked to the fridge and grabbed my leftovers from last night when I heard, Yeah, we still haven't found the person with the winning lottery ticket. So everyone hearing this, if you have the lottery ticket, please take it out and listen to the winning numbers to see if it's you. I suddenly remember that I put put it in my that I put a lottery ticket in my old work pants. I went to my room, dug deep in my laundry, and got it out of my pants. I thought in my head, there's no way that could be, this could be the winning lottery ticket. I went back to the living room and heard, and heard, these are the winning numbers. Four, seven, five, ten, two. I repeat, four, seven, five, ten, two. No way. No freaking way. Those are my numbers. Those are my numbers. If you have these numbers, please come to the place. Please come to this place and turn it in. That is in Keene, Texas. You have only two days until the ticket expires. Thank you. I turned off the TV and sat in silence, mumbling the numbers over and over while looking at while looking at them. Four, seven, five, ten, two. Four, seven, five, ten, two. I couldn't believe my ticket was the winning ticket. So I got up and started walking in circles really fast like I was crazy or something. Then I paused. Wait, how am I going to get to Texas? It's only... It's a one to two day drive and I don't even have a car. O can't drive me because he's he's on a work trip and Rosalind isn't even isn't even an option. Then the only person I could think of popped in my head. 
Willow. I woke up Thursday morning, happy as can be. That was the first time I went out in forever, and it felt amazing. I got up and started to make my kids some breakfast. When I, my phone rang, I smiled when I read the name. It was Key. Hey, how are you? Hey, I was right. You are really straightforward, I say laughing. Hey, I was just calling to ask for, for a favor. There is not an easy way to say this, so I'm just gonna say it. I need a ride to Texas, but I don't have a car. And right now, you're the only person I know that has a car down here. Are you crazy? I cut him off. I have two kids, and I don't have time to drive strangers around the world. Well, it's not around the world. It's only a two, three-day trip. Look, look. When I, when we get to the place, I'll pay you. I promise. I'm sorry. I can't help you. I have stuff to do and people to take care of. I say. Okay. Well, I thought for a second about this. Right now, I'm, I'm low on bills, and I kind of do need some money. Also, Key doesn't seem like the person to kidnap me and run. I finally snap out of it and say, "Wait." I'll drive you, but we'll have to leave tomorrow. I need today to find a babysitter or get someone to watch my kids. That's fine with me. Okay, see you tomorrow. The next day we pack our stuff and head out. This drive was so. This drive was. This drive was so long. There was no way that we wouldn't talk. Talk to each other and become close. We talked about deep things, like our future and other things. She told me her life story too. She has two kids, that's twins, and she raised them by herself while taking care of her sick mother. The kid's dad ran out on her when she was pregnant, so they never met him, and she never saw him again. Her dream is to become a chef, but when, but with her having to take care of her kids and her mom, she hasn't had the time. But that's why she agreed to drive me, so she could pay for her mother's medication and have extra to pursue her dream. Then I told her about my story, how I lost everything I had, but then some amazing news came up and gave me hope for a better future. The closer we got to our destination, the closer we got to each other. I felt something different with Willow than I did with any other girl I knew. She was so kind and understanding. It was like she understood me. I grew very passionate feelings about her and decided to tell her how I felt. Turns out she felt the same way. Kind of like love at first sight. But then, but then again, everything started to go downhill when one little question was asked. The GPS says that we're only ten minutes away from the place. She said. Wow, these two days have actually been okay. You know, you never told me the reason why you needed to come to Texas. Well, I didn't want to tell you this before we got here, but I have the winning lottery ticket. <laughs> Haha. Okay. Now tell me the real reason why you needed to come here. She said. I'm being serious with you, Willow. Let me see. 
I showed her the ticket, and she said, I can't believe it. It really is the winning lottery ticket. No way. How'd you get so lucky? Well, it really wasn't mine. A lady dropped it, and I picked it up, I say. She stops and looks at me like I was a criminal and says, You stole the ticket? No, I was going to give it back. I was going to give it back, but by the time I looked up, she was in her car driving off, I say. So what you're telling me is that you walked off with some else, someone else's ticket, not giving it back. You're making it look like I'm the bad guy. Look, I told you if I tried... I told you, I tried, she left, that's it. Key, I know you're not a bad person, but it doesn't matter if she left it or not. We have to give the money back. It isn't yours, and you didn't pay for that ticket. Now you're being crazy, I scream. Is it, it's me or the money? Which one, Key? It was silent for about 10 seconds. Then she stopped the car and said, get out, now. I opened the car, I opened the door and stepped out. She drove off as soon as I closed the door, not even looking at my, in my direction once. I walked the rest of the way because it was only about a five minute walk. But as soon I was, but as I was walking, I thought about what she said. Would I pick the money or the love of my life? Finally, I got there. I went in, turned in the ticket and got the money. I got a bus ride back to Nevada and went straight to the Easy Mart. I asked Mr. St. Clair about the lady and he gave me her address. I went straight there and explained everything and gave her the money. She was so grateful with my honesty and kindness, she gave me a half of the money. Right after that, I ran straight over to Willow's house and knocked on her door. What are you doing here? I gave it back. The money. I couldn't live with myself knowing that I have lost the love of my life over some paper. I would rather live with you in three dollars in my pocket than without you in a million dollars. She smiles and jumps in my arms and kisses me. Thank you for that, she says, smiling still. I told her the woman gave me half of the money, so at the end of the day, I got the money and the love of my life. Two years later, Willow and I got married. I have my own business named Keith's Cars, and Willow pursued her dreams and is top chef at a five-star restaurant. And I got her mother and got her mother's medication. I paid Omar back all the money I owed him, and Rosalind too. I'm so glad I made the choice and not I made that choice and not the choice to keep all the money. Thank you for listening to this episode of CTA Creative Writing. The CTA Creative Writing Podcast is a production of the Chisholm Trail Academy Fine Arts Department. This episode's work was titled Lottery of Love, and it was written and produced by Dominic Thomas. If you like what you heard, please feel free to, share, to like, share, and leave a comment.